So, they've canceled your work, canceled your school, and now it looks like you're going to be stuck inside for a little while. Some of us dread the boredom of isolation that this really could bring. Today, we're going to talk to you about how you can make the most of your self-quarantine. Uh, but first things first, I'm Barrett. I'm Holly. And together, we're Octomouse Labs, and, and we, we want to arm you with knowledge to live your best life. Guys, welcome back. This is uh, coming another day late, and I'm sorry, um, but we do have some awesome questions that'll be coming from the Twitter space today. Yes. Um, reminders, though, before we get into this, these are recorded live on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. A little bit of housekeeping. A little bit of housekeeping. A little bit of housekeeping. 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 Now, these are recorded live on Tuesdays and Thursdays over at twitch.tv slash Octomiles Labs. Mm -hmm. uh, the link will be in the show notes. Um, we do take questions. Tweet us uh, the, uh, your questions. At Octomouse over on the Twitter. Mm -hmm. And if you enjoyed this type of content, if you found this impactful, um, we've started posting short snippets and life tips over on TikTok. Mm -hmm. You can find that at tiktok.com forward slash at Octomouse, which I believe I will also be in the show forward notes. Forward slash Octomouse. Is it? I think so. I, I don't think, think you had to have the at in there on TikTok. I know TikTok well, is weird. You can, you, have, you can put ats in... In well, because Twitter what? has an at, but you don't add the at in your we're, forward we're, slash. We're at Octomouse. Just just find Octomouse, and that's in any case, the links are in the show notes. Pretty sure guys. we're the only Octomouse. Links are in the show notes. Yes. So, to this week, talking about quarantine. Yeah. For anyone, all this crazy um, stuff that's going on. Anyone who doesn't know, um, a big viral outbreak has spread. If you I don't mean, know by now, then. Or, you know, you're, you're might is, be doing listen something. to this Who way knows? in the future. Who knows? But in the future. Future. <laughs> God damn it. What? <laughs> um, coronavirus, guys. It, it has spread like absolute wildfire. Um, and at this point, at least this time, um, public gatherings are being it was under canceled. 10 people in places under five people in certain places yeah yeah, yeah. people are being uh, encouraged to self-isolate uh, self-quarantine for like two weeks i believe it's it's still up there we're still updating schools are getting canceled moved to online um any work that can be done online is getting moved to online yeah everyone's being stuck in their house and some people are going crazy from it yeah they're they're trying to prep for the worst and it's yeah and i mean it's a thing like ridiculous there's no toilet paper in the stores there's no and people have been buying things out like crazy yeah but the thing is like i see a lot on twitter people complaining about the the mental health ramifications that mm -hmm. isolation kind of brings yeah they've prepped for basically everything and then they forgot about their mental health they're just like it's actually like starting yeah. to impact them yeah. they're like oh whoa I so, didn't realize this will be a thing. It'll be great to stay home. Like, I, I don't have to work. I don't have to go to school. This is going to be great. No, yep. they're like, oh, I'm going crazy. <laughs> yep. And uh, so we're going to be talking about kind of the ins and outs of that. Some of the issues they bring in ways that you guys can fight that. Mm -hmm. um, but for starters, what is quarantine and specifically what is self-quarantine? Definition. Definition from the CDC. Uh, isolation uh, separates sick people with a contagious disease from people who are not sick. Uh, quarantine restricts the movement of people um, who were exposed to a contagious disease to see if they become sick. So, yeah. 
Isolation, if you are infected, keeps you away from the people that aren't infected. Quarantine is the maybe. Yeah. So if you were out and about and you got breathed on by someone too close and it's Corona time, babies, it's time to quarantine, lock Mm -hmm. your doors, stay inside for a little while. If you become sick, isolate. Yeah. So you don't spread it. Um, So self-quarantine is a restriction of your movements um, imposed by yourself. Normally it affects day-to-day life and changes a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Patterns, habits, all sorts of stuff. (coughs) Um, And there's a lot of issues, a lot of mental health ramifications that can come from isolation. Yes. And I have a couple um, big, big ones when doing research. uh, The big ones Mm -hmm. that I found... um, First one was just increased stress. Yeah. Um, changes to, to habits, changes to patterns. People are like pattern animals. Yeah, and stressful, stress things to the unknown and everything that this could. Anxiety, absolutely. And the media doesn't help that stress oh, level with everything. Frick. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, I saw, it was funny. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing uh, entirely irrelevant. No, not exactly. It's It's about the media. I saw a thing on Twitter the other day, someone just took a picture of their TV with the media talking about it, and it had coronavirus like written in like bloody Halloween letters. What? It's like, all right, if you're gonna talk about this, at least use a serious font. Like, I would judge you less for Comic Sans than using that font. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. But so, what are what are some issues that uh, that increased stress can cause? Uh, your sleeping, your sleeping habits. Yep. It can mess with your sleeping habits. You and don't... extremes in either ways, too. Yeah. A more sleep or a less, less sleep. sleep. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the same goes. Stress is, we're using stress as kind of a blanket statement here, but anxiety is a, a manifestation of stress, whether mm-hmm. it be, um, you know, legitimate anxieties, legitimate fears, or maybe it's a, a, an anxiety disorder. In either case, um, it's a manifestation of stress. So, um, concentration issues, trouble focusing, yes, trouble staying on task. Yeah, uh, it can even lower your immune system, which is lowers. Um, and it, it, you know, we've talked about this before, but stress also increases your risks of heart disease, of strokes, of all sorts yes. of nasty stuff. Increases your risk of cancer. It, stress all around is a killer. Yeah, right. it can in- increase in the uses of drugs, tobacco, alcohol use. And that's, dependencies. Yeah, dependencies. Trying to, trying to find something to make you feel better. Trying to cope with it, basically. And, and I'm going to say this. I'm probably going to say this about a dozen times during this. But using substances is not not going to long-term fix your problems. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going to fix your problems at all. And it won't make you feel better long-term. It'll make you feel worse long-term. Because then when that wears off, you're going to be stressed and you're going to be hungover. Yeah. And that's going to be a real bad day. Oh, yeah. So the big things is identify your stressors. Mm-hmm. Identify your stressors and limit your exposure to them. Yeah. If media and social media are the things that are causing you the most stress right now. Seeing all of like the notifications of all of the yeah, cases. So, so many and people infected the- or whatever the case and what people are yeah doing but it's not saying don't be don't completely unplugged because in this time we need to keep ourselves knowledgeable informed informed. but find a place that can give you information 
with a level head, nothing that is going to freak you out, something that you can rely upon yeah. that basically just gives you updates on everything, what you mm -hmm. need to do. Uh, I think the big thing, though, is the difference between being informed and being obsessive yes. about it. You know, it's, it's one thing to check once or twice a day to get current metrics and see how much longer you need to isolate for. Mm -hmm. And another thing entirely to check every hour on the hour, allowing that to be the thing that you're obsessing yeah. over. Or even I feel like checking one day at a time, one time a day is even... Probably more than enough. Yeah. Um, but if, if that's one of your big stressors, you need to unplug from that. Um, that constant exposure to that isn't going to help the stress. You may think that being informed is going to help the stress, but it, it won't. Once a day, more than enough. Hell, once a week at this point is probably more than enough. Yeah. Um, it, you know, recognize your stressor and get as far away from that as you can. Mm -hmm. um, and then a, a big, big one is, is try to find a routine. Oh, yeah. Routines are, are, are crazy. Awesome. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a necessity, you know. You have, you've normally had your routine from going to work, going to school, all of this stuff, and you might get increased stress because all of that has changed as well. Yep. But you need to find yep. a routine during this quarantine that you can follow, that you can rely on, yep. and just keep in mind that there there's going to be a time that you don't need this routine anymore and you can tra tra transfer back, And but just work yeah. on a routine for right now. Exactly. I mean... And I, yeah, and it'll help I'd, you keep yeah. a level head. Yeah, definitely. exactly. I mean, people like consistency, right? I mean, we like consistency in all aspects of our lives. So it only makes sense during an inconsistent time when your stress is already a little high. Mm -hmm. Adding more inconsistency, inconsistency to that. God, I can't words. Yeah, you're all good. <laughs> um, is only gonna make it worse on you, mm -hmm. right? So taking control of the things that you can control, like your schedule. Um, is going to give you that little bit of consistency that'll help kind of ease some of the stress. Falling into patterns and routines helps us expect, helps us know what's coming up in our life, in our day. Um, strain from that pattern is part of what causes anxieties. Yeah. So, um, and then just understanding your support network. Exactly, yeah. Being able to lean on people, mm -hmm. have people that you can talk to. If you don't, Join an online community. Talk yeah, to somebody. There, have there, people that you could talk to. There are multiple ways to talk to people. You do not have to be. I, this is it's self isolation, but you do not have to be isolated. I personally have. I been, mean, the, during the age of the internet, we are more connected than we've yes. literally ever been before. Yeah, there are people that you can connect to. And another thing that I mean, I personally have been doing. I I do the video video chatting to my family yeah that yeah. i mean even live 20 minutes away from me yeah. but i'm it's i work on our family and stay here but i can still video chat to them and say hi i was i was sitting on the uh, video chat the other day while my mom was just cooking some dinner and yeah i think the point of it is you can be as connected as you want to be yeah and i felt like i was there and spending time with them we yeah. talked and exactly like we normally do um so Going into it, um, and this falls very heavily into routine, mm -hmm. is uh, feelings of lower productivity. Yeah. If you're if you're a work focused person or a career focused person, very driven individual normally, being at home all the time can make you feel <sighs> like you're lazy and you're getting nothing done. Mm -hmm. um, that was a, a big one when 
you know, we started doing streaming and, and content creation full time um, is I transitioned from going to work and having this constant thing to my work and my life being mixed into this ball and it, it it doesn't feel like I have enough hours of my day anymore and I don't have this block of time and it, it, it made me feel like I was getting nothing done despite having more time to get things done. Mm-hmm. That was the funny, that's kind of the ironic thing about it is when you're home and you still have the capacity to work on things, you have more time yeah. than ever to get things done and yet you feel like you've done nothing. Yeah. And, and schedule. I mean, schedule. Yeah. <laughs> schedule. Absolutely. And, and really use this time to figure out things that you wouldn't have done previously because you do work in school. Things that you can learn and even further your knowledge yeah. and things. Like a personal thing that I'm doing, even though our lives have not changed too drastically uh, with everything, I am learning how to play the ukulele. I'm just like, just mm-hmm. putting down, I've had this ukulele for a year and it's just like been two years now almost two years yeah and it's just been sitting it's up in the like closet and i'm just like i'm gonna get it out i'm going to spend a little bit every day and i'm gonna try to learn this even though yeah. even though i have not changed anything i want to do this right now uh, if that's learning new instrument for you if that's artwork if that's gardening if that's yeah. doing things that you've yeah. always wanted to try you can build your knowledge and your craftsmanship maybe um, and everything like that from this. Absolutely. Um, and another one that I really like uh, that's helped me a lot as, you know, I work from home is um, basically a daily to-do list. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something somewhere, write down a task, your necessary tasks of the day, um, work-related. If, if you suffer from the, I've got nothing done work-related or... Maybe you feel like you get nothing done house-related or whatever it is. Write down the necessary task you have for that day realistically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you need to log in and check your emails, and then you need to write a certain person, then you need to get, you know, a presentation done. Those mm-hmm. three things are your bottom-line necessary things to do that day. And if you are working from home, I can see how it'd be a lot easier to slack on the work Absolutely. that needs to be done since you do not have that routine and go into the office and sitting there and getting work done and then possible distractions around you. Have a checklist to keep yeah, you... Yeah, that checklist also, yeah, gives you a, a refocusing on what you need to get done. Yes. But as you do those things... You can cross those off, and at the end of the day, when you start feeling low and you're like, I had all this time, I could have done so much more, you can look at this checklist and say, no, actually, I got a lot of stuff done today. Mm -hmm. I did. It it gives you a constant thing to reflect back on Mm -hmm. to really show you how much you did get accomplished and can pull you out of the mindset of I achieved nothing to at least I achieved this. Um, so if that's something you struggle with, that's something that's helped me immensely is is just having something I can reflect on every single day. Yeah. Tell me, hey, you know what? I've gotten this done. I've done this. I've done at least this much. I'm accomplished something. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's my big, big tip on that yeah. one, honestly. So one thing that I really want to touch on because I see a lot of things is a lot of people have at least come to the chat and talked and is like, I, I, I can't get out of the house. I'm so tired of being in the house and basically the feeling of isolation. Uh, and I'm trying to trying to explain that you do not have to be just in your house, a bubble. 
the whole thing is just not to be around other people if you can help it. But that doesn't mean you can't go out in your front yard, your backyard. Go out in yeah. nature where oh, there's yeah. not a lot of people. Go oh, yeah. pull weeds or spend time outside. It can, it, it, it can really help so much of not feeling just in the same place and feeling confined absolutely believe it or not you're i mean i i don't assume that trees can get you sick at this point <laughs> or or plants so. i don't think that no. they they can carry well, it so so to add a little bit of information for everybody you have to be within six feet of someone okay for the droplets to spread okay so as long as you are not around six feet, if you are showing potential symptoms or you've been or you are actively isolating, you don't want to spread. Don't get within six feet of other people. Yeah. If you want to avoid it, if you are just trying to stay away from it altogether, then don't get close to six feet of someone that may have it, yeah. which could be anybody. So literally just keep a six foot buffer zone around you. And you'll be okay. And as long as you don't touch anything that people normally touch, and just a big thing, take off your shoes before you get in the house, because there could be possible contagions yeah. on your shoes. Just yeah, take I mean, them off. Just, just basic stuff, though. Hand like, sanitizer. You're all good. Being stuck in the same four walls every day can feel like a prison. Yeah. Absolutely. And it can drive you crazy and ruin a lot of things. Can ruin your sleep. So and... you know what's not? You know what gives you a six foot buffer? <laughs> take a walk around your neighborhood. Yeah. Definitely. Get in your front yard. If you have an animal, go walk your animal. If you have other people in your house that you are quarantining with. Yes, because we're going to talk about that in just a second. Take a walk together then. That, that you know, uh, another, another big thing. And I, I said it earlier, but an online community, a group of people that mm -hmm. you can connect with um, outside of just the people in your space or maybe there's nobody in your space maybe you're in an apartment all alone yeah right having just anything a book club a a discord server that you're a part of yeah a group of friends that you game with whatever it could be mm -hmm. um having just with. yeah you know because the online space has given us the same yeah. things as you as well so you have a common exactly. friend as well yeah so i mean the online the fact that we're all so connected gives you a very easy mm -hmm. friend or just reach out to find someone that you can talk to and you won't feel as isolated. Yeah. And video chats like you can look at watch, look at the people and talk and Creates see expressions. Creates a lot more of a connection. And especially streamers. If you don't like video chatting yourself, you can watch yeah. a streamer and talk yeah. with them and you can see their face. Seeing another human face. Absolutely. And interacting with them is can cheer you up or absolutely. make you feel less isolated because you have that connection there yeah yeah absolutely i um yeah video chat creates a lot more of a bond than just a text chat or a voice chat would so i mean that's always something to consider is mm -hmm. you know video call your friends your family um if you do have someone you game with get on their discord server and video chat with them maybe yeah definitely you know? there's a lot of options if mm -hmm. you if you just think of all the ways that you actually do connect on the internet yeah um there's people a lot closer than you probably think mm -hmm. um and on the ag exact flip side of this yes God. this is a this is one if you're Happens feeling to us all the damn too time. crowded you are now in a house with your significant other maybe a ch uh, several children and a uh, dog and, and a, a dog and so God. many people around you and you're not used to being around them 24 7 
Yeah. It can be suffocating. Yeah, it absolutely can be. And it can, can also still feel like a prison. And yeah, and, and the other thing of it is, it, the more you're around those people and the more those um, kind of uh, little things, right? The little things that you let brush. You know, those of you who have significant others, you know exactly what I mean. The little things that you brush aside that would normally not bother you too badly, those things start to build up very quickly. Mm -hmm. Very, very quickly. Yeah. So small things can turn into big fights. Oh, yeah. When you're stuck around them and you're seeing all of their little faults all of the time oh yeah it can it can be exacerbating it can yeah so i mean how do you combat that right you uh you get away (laughs) yeah well i i feel like the best thing to do everybody that you are if you are quarantined with other people uh in the same area have like a first off like a little meeting be like hey understand that we're not used to this and this can be schedule yeah schedule but this can but uh, talk and tell them that hey we need to be mindful of each other's mood and each other's feelings and there are going to be times where one person may need a time away like Mm -hmm. if that's a walk if that's go outside if that's just go to the other room without the other people in there I'm, i'm glad you said other room because i think that's a big thing it that people don't think about is you need a safe space away. You need mm-hmm. a space where you know that if you tell everyone to leave you alone, you can go and be away from people. Yes. That's going to be incredibly important for your sanity um, is if it does start to reach a boiling point for you, where is a place that you can escape that boiling point where yeah. it doesn't boil over? Basically having communication with everyone is the most, I feel like the best way to feel like hey i have a say in this i do not have to be around these people yeah. as much as i and I, I i also think that like if this is a consistent issue right mm-hmm. that scheduling your time to where you're not always in the same space oh, could yeah. also very like help immensely definitely you know um from these hours to these hours so and so is in this room working on this yeah. from these hours to these hours the other person is in the opposite side of the house working on this mm-hmm. then we have communal time yes. where we may eat together and then we break off and do separate rooms again and um, then we may all come treat together it, yeah, and have family time treat it literally like a job where you're not going to see them for a four hour stretch or a five or six or eight hour stretch depending on how much you need but yeah I mean, exactly most but, of the time you don't get the whole four to eight hour stretches yeah but time. i mean like you can you even can, 30 minutes you can treat it to where you have blocks of time mm-hmm. where you're guaranteed away from other people Definitely. as long as everyone else is willing to respect those boundaries yeah. and if they're not go on a walk Go yeah. on a walk around your neighborhood, tell everyone I'm going alone, and leave. Yeah, that's something Walk that out and take some space. Since we work together and we live in the same house together, one of the things that we do is like, hey, I want to spend 30 minutes outside meditating. Will you watch? Will child, you watch a little yeah. one? Child, yes. Yeah. Will you watch a child while I do this? A child's five, so she does need to have supervision supervision yes yeah absolutely yeah and then we we do it for each other so if the other one other spouse wants out and do things Mm -hmm. we respect each other's feelings and everything as well yeah um and then i mean those were the those were the big like four i found when i when i was looking up mental health and isolation mm-hmm. the the big ones i found was increased stress from whatever is causing the isolation oh yes um 
not feeling productive for people that do strive for a certain level of productivity in a yeah. day. Um, feeling isolated if you are just all alone. Um, and feeling crowded if you're not all alone. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they're all pretty easy to combat. The big underlying thing here is a routine. Get up at the same time. Eat at the same time if you can help it. Mm-hmm. Do your work. Have a checklist of things you are going to get done that day. Have your home time where you do what you need to do around the house. Mm-hmm. Have your family time. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. That consistency will add structure and help kind of calm a lot of this for you. Exactly. And then I, I had a list of some other tips I could yeah. help just kind of like Yeah, this one. Uh, try to be helpful. Check on others. Uh, do things for other people that are maybe in your space. Uh, it'll help. It'll help normalize the whole thing. Yeah, because I mean, like, you know, during a day, you, you help your neighbors if you help your neighbors. You talk mm-hmm. to other people. You don't just talk to your immediate family in your space. So call, call your friends and say, hey, how are you doing? You know? check up on other people try to help out if you're able to help out yeah and another thing is i know they can be stressful as everybody is stressing out if you didn't prep like others and everything you might reach out to others if you ever need anything because vice versa if you did prep to an extreme yeah help others maybe maybe redistribute some of the stuff that others may need yeah um Shift and uh, this one's this is a big one that I I really see, but shifting the mindset from panic to information. When you're consuming news, when you're consuming media, don't look at it as a I'm scared of what's going to happen next. Look at it as a I'm trying to stay informed about my life and what's happening around me. Exactly. If you look at it purely from a practical point of view and you don't take in more than what you need. It kind of limits the fear and the anxiety that comes along with taking in too much of, you know, the media, too much of the news, too much mm-hmm. of social media, too much of any of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this I, next I one. Really yeah. like I this really like this next, next one. Too. Yeah, I, I, I really love this next one. Uh, so have adventures, right? Yeah. Variety is the spice of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do that in your day to day, right? You, on weekends, you go and you do something, right? Mm-hmm. So what's stopping you now? Maybe you can't leave your house, but watch a new movie on Netflix with your family. Do something outside of your routine. Yeah. Try something new. Think of this as as an adventure. And this is a, it's just a crazy, awesome, a crazy, awesome opportunity to do so much more and to do things that are outside of the box, not just going to the movie theaters, but maybe making a home movie theater and popping your own popcorn. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and creating the movie theater at your house or, um, make some memories, right? It doesn't all have to be bad. Yeah. Don't focus on the, the stresses of everything and the craziness work on the potential of everything of what you can do with it. Exactly. Cause you have so much more time now. Most of, um, this is a, big one yes but as part of your routine it focus on your damn hygiene yeah uh, everybody's up, saying that change your clothes take mm-hmm. frequent showers treat yourself like a human just because you're inside yeah. doesn't mean you don't still need to be presentable it's for your mental health as much as it is for the people yeah. around you yeah you might so, not have to put on makeup or anything for your job but still take a shower yeah take a shower get cleaned up Make sure that you are all hygiened up. Make sure you wash your hands. and. I mean, yeah, it, it sounds so simple, 
but it, it, it helps normalize your day to day. If you're used to waking up and changing your clothes and taking a shower, mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Don't stop doing that. Yeah, don't Because if just... you do, it's going to feel like it's been a huge variation from your normal routine. It's yeah. going to feel weird and alien. Yeah. The goal is to keep this from feeling weird and alien. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and then my, my personal favorite one. Mm-hmm. So many people look at this as a negative, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm stuck inside. Oh, I'm away from my friends. But the truth of it is, you're now getting however many hours extra in a day that you Mm -hmm. would normally spend commuting and doing your makeup and doing all these little things, right, that Mm -hmm. add up to hours in a day, right? Mm -hmm. You now have this extra block of unregulated time. Yes. The things you can do with that are unlimited, right? If you if you've always wanted to pick up a skill, now's your chance. This is your time to spend time and learn an instrument or or go to take an online course and learn something, right? Yeah. Read the books you've been meaning to read. Yeah. Better yourself in some measurable way. So when you look back on this, you say, Hey, I use this time to be a better person. Yeah. I use this time to progress my life in some measurable way. Yeah, because you do have a lot more time. Yeah, than, absolutely. Than you normally would. Absolutely. And like if I know here in the US, all of the grocery stores are are low on certain foods that you'd normally have. Use this time to find new recipes and to create different new yeah. new concoctions of, of of wonderfulness. Like you just exactly. have so much. Or I mean, even even just the simple fact that uh, you know a lot of people eat out consistently. This is exactly. your chance to learn how to cook, maybe. Yeah. This is your you know, like I said, this is your chance to pick up a skill or learn something new. Yeah. Right. Do something to better yourself. Cast this time that you have in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Don't let it be an anchor. Exactly. It doesn't have to be an anchor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's um, that's that's all of my really really big ones. Honestly, stay positive. Yeah. Stay positive. Stay Don't positive. panic. Buy. Just buy enough for your household and for what you need. Yeah. And save the rest for others. Yeah, I mean those are those are my big ones. I, I told you this would be a short, sweet, simple podcast. Yeah, it, it's very to the point. The truth of it is, you'll be okay. You got this. You got this. Use right? it. Use it as a positive experience, set not a yourself, negative one. Yeah, set yourself a schedule and do something valuable with your time. Mm-hmm. Don't panic because panic's not doing you any good. Educate yourself. And uh, yeah, with that. We always say we take questions from Twitter. Yes. We take questions from Instagram. This week we have several. We do have several questions that we are going to touch on. So. And some of these are going to be, I guess, opinions. Opinion, yeah. Opinions, I mean, not well, like, like, like you know. There's some a lot questions of things you'll, we you'll talk see. about here. Are not. It, it's not all fact. It's you know we speak from our life experience, but you know it, we can't always talk in facts. Some things are just our opinion. Yeah. So. Um. And this one's not- directed directly for me. Okay. <laughs> so he said, for Barrett's Soapbox, uh, number one, to what extent do you shape your own destiny? Uh, how much is down to fate? Um, there's like three questions there, but I feel like the okay. rest of them, I, I feel like they could all honestly be answered by all of us. I don't believe in destiny. I don't think we have any sort of predetermined path. Yeah, I don't either. 
the uh you are a culmination of all of the events that have happened in your life and all the decisions good and bad that have brought you to where you are today mm -hmm. uh you could change that in an instant if you wanted to at any point you could say my destiny was to be here and doing this podcast for all of you but if that was the case, I could very easily unplug these machines, walk outside, and go be homeless. You know, I yeah. could I could choose to give up this whole life. Uh, my my destiny is my own. Yeah. That's what I think. I I agree with you there. I don't I don't think there's anything pulling my strings. Yeah. <laughs> um. So should you care more about doing the right thing or doing things right? I say doing things right because if you don't do them right, it's wrong i disagree i okay I, I i mean just as a good person you should care about doing the right thing doing what's best for the betterment of humanity i feel and i feel like being a good person do the right thing i so i feel like you can do both you like, can do both but more often you know if you were if you had to pick between the two should you should you well, do what's right and expected and 100% by the rules? Or if you need to, and it's a little blurred lines, but it's better for others, then should you do the right thing? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think the, I- Yeah, I, the right thing by whose definition? Like, what? what's the situation? So, I mean, the, like they asked earlier, like if you saw someone getting mugged, um, the right thing would be to come in and help the- uh, think doing thing doing things right would be to immediately run and get someone, uh, you know, get authorities. Well, what if it's like a an like a uh, let's say an, a really an older lady that can't do it, that that can't help. I mean, she can help in some way, but you know, I I, I guess yeah, it's 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 purely I, point I, of view. Yeah, I feel like. And also, it's it's also very subjective to your life and your experiences and all that. Yeah, I I mean. I, I would I would I'm the type of person I would. Rather... Well, sometimes the right way might, I don't know how to phrase this, but I feel like doing things right is the correct way. Because I mean, like, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm the type to get involved. I mean, yeah. I, I got involved. I risked my life and limb for other people's well, lives just, yeah. for a long time. So that's kind of, I don't know, that's kind of always been how I've been and... I say if it's for the sake and the yeah, betterment of people and, and yeah. So you risk your child not having a parent. I mean, I would say that the risk involved is lower than the risk of one person I mean, versus just, an it, armed assailant possibly dying. It, like if it, it I can just prevent depends that, on the yeah. situation, I assume. Yeah, if I could if I can prevent that, then yeah. But it, it depends on the situation, but I don't know if there's a correct answer. Yeah, it's a it's a hard question. Mm -hmm. Um, finally, once someone makes it to the top, where do they go from there? I um, feel like there's no top. Yeah, the top is defined by you. Yeah, the top is defined by you, and if you feel like you've made it there, then congratulations, you've made it there, but there is... You're I've looking too low. Yeah. You're looking too low. Yeah. That's, uh, that's all there is to it. You're, uh, you should always have a next. Yep. It gives you something to strive for, to accomplish, to achieve. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a next, then... then you need to reevaluate, maybe. You need to reevaluate your life. Yeah. What is the biggest change you want to make in your life? Mm, the biggest change. Uh, I would like to really 
just get my schedule down better. That's that's mine. That's it. It's I easy. I really like to to be healthy, both physically and mentally. I like that. I like that. I can get behind that. If healthy physically and mentally. Uh, that was the biggest change I would like to make in my life. And I work on that slowly. I feel like every day working on doing the most I can. And there are things that I could do better, 100%. And yeah, but that's my biggest. Be healthy physically and mentally. I like it. What was the single best realization you've ever had? <laughs> you can choose to be happy. You can choose happiness. Yeah. Yeah, you can choose to be happy. Um, I think for me, it was... It, I, I have every right to choose to pursue whatever I want to pursue. I like it. I don't, I don't have to let people tell me what I need to do with my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if you were offered the opportunity to go into space? Yeah, take that shit in a heartbeat. I'm a huge nerd. Like... I don't. I don't know if I would. Oh yeah, no. I, I'd. I'd be. Down. I know he 100%, would. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Doing that. Like, offer me. I'm going up tomorrow. <laughs> let's go. It would have to be a thing <laughs> that I'd really consider. <laughs> what do you think is the best feeling in the world? Ooh. Mine's an easy one. Satisfaction. Accomplishment. Accomplishment. When I look back and I realize I did something and I'm proud of myself and I, I don't know, I feel on top of the world. Mine's still kind of in yours as well. It's satisfaction, that feeling of... I get satisfaction from accomplishment, but well, mine just accomplishment is... specifically. <coughs> feeling accomplished, feeling like I used my time for something good and valuable. Yeah. That, to me, is the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Uh, this one's a little more on topic. Okay. So since office jobs are allowing their employees to work from home, what do you think uh, what do you think it'll be like when they're forced to come back into the office? They've clearly proven that the job can be done from home. Do you think there'll be an influx of jobs being converted over? I feel like there's going to be a certain level. I feel because it's going to be cheaper for the company. If it's cheaper for the company, then they'll consider it. Yeah. Uh, because they don't have to pay for even the supplies for the electricity yeah, for that place. Exactly. I feel like there are going to be more jobs, but then again, uh, I don't know about more jobs, but I not I more think jobs, but more, but possibly more transition to yeah to to from home sort of work. Yeah. Yes. I um uh, I mean I agree that this could be a proof of concept. Yes, but also I feel like it would change how people work because maybe they work differently than at home than at work uh, maybe they work harder one area or another and they might see differences there as well I feel that a lot of the why we show up to works why a lot of these office jobs are the way they are why there's managers why the why behind it mm-hmm. is rooted in tradition is rooted in this is the way things have always been done yeah why do you work nine to five? Well, that's because way back when the Ford assembly line set hours to nine to five. Yeah. Did anyone do nine to five before that? No. Did anyone? Yeah, but we've run that as our model since. Yeah. Other countries don't do that. Yeah. But we do. Yeah. You know, if you finish your work early, do you get to go home? No. No, you're there for eight hours. Like, 
we do it because we've always done it. It's an antiquated system, and you know, will this possibly be a proof of concept? Will some companies actually consider the faults in their old system? Hopefully. Possibly. Hopefully. Yeah. But then there are supervisors and managers for reason making sure that people get the work done. I feel like people at home have a potential to slack a little bit more and, and I feel have like distractions when, when and stuff. they realize that a vast majority of their work is getting done regardless, they're gonna realize they don't need as many managers and supervisors as they thought they did. That that could be because I'll tell thing. you from my experience in the workforce, managers are there for micromanagement. And if anything, hurt productivity more than they help it. That's my, yeah. Because, I mean, you can't tell me you haven't had managers that sit over your shoulder and no. micromanaged what you did. Not really. Really? Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that's that's a wrap, folks. Yeah. Um, if you enjoy what we do, you want to support this, and you want to get this message out there of positivity, of empowerment, of knowledge, guys, yes. drop a review on this podcast and share it with someone who needs to hear it. Definitely. Just share it with anybody that's in, that's in the same that probably everybody right now yeah, needs honestly, to hear this. Honestly. Don't freak out. Everything's going to be okay. Get a routine. Freaking spend time outside. Yeah. You'll be great. You'll do fine. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. We love actually. you guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>